So I must, I must say, just just listening to you guys chat a little bit there, I, 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 I do love how your immediate assumption is that a new enemy on the field means I'm just going to wipe, wipe the floor with you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, Oliver and Rally is friends. And to be fair, to be clear, Amy said, hand our arse to us. Now, that doesn't mean to say they're going mm. to defeat us in battle, necessarily. Mm. Maybe they've come with a gift. Mm. Of, of your arse? Yes. <laughs> Maybe they're going to wrap a bow around us and present it to us. <laughs> there we go. Wrap, wrap a bow around it and make sure to get some uh, uh, some properly bio, biodegradable wrap, wrapping paper. Call back. Welcome yes. back, listeners. <laughs> Welcome back, listeners, to Tales from the Twenty Side, a Pathfinder Second Edition Let's Play podcast. Uh, my name is Dom, and I'm your games master for this and for many other games. And I'm joined by our regular cast members of Mr. Stu Jackson, hello, Mr. Neil Kelly, hello, Mr. Darren Mafucci, hello, and Miss Amy Chislett, hello. Good evening, folks. Welcome back. How are we all? Good, loving that callback. Mm. That was 68 episodes ago, you know. It was. That was a whole 68 episodes. We, when, when your, when your, your, your biggest problem was was Otto uh, polluting the river with some gift wrap. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> and and what have we learned in that time, Otto? Um, I, I don't need to um, pretend I'm buying a present for someone. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we haven't actually been to any more shops where we can <laughs> no, buy weapons. We I, need to get to a city. I've been saying this off air to Dom. We need to go to a city so we can do a shopping episode. <laughs> That's it. I, th- I, th- I think it's less that Otto's learned uh, that he doesn't need to get everything gift wrapped, and it's more that he hasn't had the chance. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Oh gosh. Gosh, what's um, what what have Della and and Brother Amos learned in their time since joining the the party. That I can take a kicking and keep on ticking. Mm. <laughs> okay, is this back to your relationship with brother uh, with Otto? Like like we said in the in the little <laughs> post post game chat last time, uh, it is getting a little bit a little bit spicy. A little bit spicy. Mm, <laughs> I can keep it that way. We've, we've and been. If We've been isolated for a long time. Mm-hmm. And if you're listening to this and don't know what Dom means by post-game chat, then you need to listen to the episodes again, but keep listening till after the theme tune has ended. That's it. We've 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 gone full Marvel, folks. We've started doing well. We've been doing it for a while. We hmm. we have post-credit scenes, post-credit scenes for your for your, for your diligent listening enjoyment. Yep. Yeah, and the the first person who messages to tell us what episode we started doing it on wins the prize of a mention. Mm-hmm. Hey, <laughs> there you go. Hey, <laughs> up. Nice. Uh, so I don't, I don't, too many prizes I don't, on my podcast. I don't, I don't mean to derail your uh, your conversation, Leslie, but I've just been looking through my notes that I've been making for these next few sessions, and. For some reason, uh, I rolled my I pre-rolled myself twenty-eight d six, and I don't know why. <laughs> okay. So look, look look forward to finding out what that's in reference to. Okay. Twenty-eight d six. Twenty-eight d six. So how many goblins does the troll have in his platoon? <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, that's the amount of gold we're about to find. Could be like the way you think. What's what's Della learnt then since being with? Because Della's obviously not been with the party quite as long. Yeah, she's uh, she's not really sure what's going on. <laughs> no, <laughs> she's yeah. regretting she, her decision. Well, we've sort of we've gone on this little trip. Um, I mean, the highlight of which was when Otto turned into a shark. And <laughs> of course, yeah, well, that was for me too. Mm. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure what awaits us once we get to the uh, white throne. I think that's going to be fun for Della to find out. Does, does Della wish she was back <laughs> at home? That's oh. it, because because, because De- De- Della is technically not beholden uh, to your great mission the same way the rest, the rest of you guys are. I mean, I, I brother, brother Amos had only popped out for a pint of milk when he bumped into <laughs> those two. 
Hang on, just to backtrack. So Della was about to tell us about, you know, if she preferred to be back home, you know, amongst those people you were telling us about. What were their names again? Uh, what people? You know, the the people from home. Oh, the people from home. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Those, those people I've definitely been talking about. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> <right>. <laughs> nice try there, Stu. Nice try. Della's learned she's very good at keeping secrets. <laughs> No, um, it's almost a superpower. Yeah, I don't know if Della's overly keen on going back home. I'll say that. Maybe we'll find. We'll out get more. this out. Of yeah, maybe that'll happen. <laughs> Who knows? Probably have to come out I mean, the ironic thing is, all these, all these party members have all their secrets that they're, you know, oh no, can't reveal them. Right, Alwyn is actually really, really open about his past and his background. It's just that nobody's happened to ask. <laughs> <laughs> was, what, was what that, that hint tell you? you? Would you like somebody no, to ask? No, no, I just, I find it, I, I find it amusing uh, that. I mean, if 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 all you want is someone to ask you, I do have a queue of ten NPCs who can come in and ask you repeatedly. <laughs> no, no, it's it's fine. It's fine. There we go. Right. Uh, so yeah, what 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 do you guys think about the current situation you're in? You've just fought off uh, a wave of attacks from some large grey skin creatures, and uh, there turns out all along that there was a fourth hidden nearby. I just want to know when we can go to sleep. It's been a long day. <laughs> mm. I would like to know that as well, but in real life. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're all about to die. Nah, such a little thing. I mean, I, mean it's... I might be about to die in real life because it is getting slowly warmer. Like, I'm starting to feel my face getting very sticky. Mm -hmm. mm. It is, uh, I mean, to sort of echo. Dallas sentiment really it, it is becoming a bit just par for the course this you know it's like oh right okay we're out camping okay I wonder what's going to attack us tonight then <laughs> I mean you're in a dangerous part of the world oh yeah absolutely <laughs> um, as as you know to harken back to something from a few episodes ago uh, that, that Rovergurg picked us up on yeah just because it's called twig does not mean say it's not dangerous and, you know, <laughs> I, I stand by this this is as you rightly say dom it is a dangerous part of the world and i will die on this hill uh, probably because it's dangerous I, I do i do have uh i do i do have the splinter elemental uh hiding just round 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 in the next corner not, for you not a fan not a fan not a fan <laughs> don't like that no everyone bought their gloves <laughs> oh, tweezers we need tweezers. Stat. <laughs> That's it. Uh, but the, uh, the, spl the the splinter elemental is a, is a hypothetical problem that you may face in the future. Uh, I think we'd better go back into the game and uh, focus on the real problem you're currently dealing with. What do you reckon? Mm, yes, with his big, sharp, bony claws that hopefully won't splinter. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I feel like if anything is going to be splintering, it'll be you guys. <laughs> Ooh, that's right. fighting Ooh. talk. Oh, oh. <laughs> yes. Right, let's get on with this. <laughs> yeah, I believe the full phrase is, where I come from, that is fighting talk, so it's a damn good job I moved. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Uh, all right then, so our adventurers, uh, Orwin Templeton, Brother Amos, Otto von Niederschläger and Della Thornbury, uh, having been rudely awakened uh, from their from their night, night's watch, kind of just as the sun was going down, um, awoke to find themselves being assailed by three lumbering creatures that were trying and failing uh, to sneak up on their camp. Um, the party uh, did battle with these creatures, dispatching them one after the, after the other until only one, one remained. And as this one creature uh, basically decided to cut its losses and, uh, and leave you alone, um, it called out into the darkness... Um, Talk, calling to a a, a Jurgen uh, who had apparently promised them that this was going to be an, an an easy fight, and whilst Della paused to inspect the corpse of one of these creatures they they had felled, uh, you became aware of a rustling in a tree overlooking looking the camp, and with a growl 
um, a voice which you can only assume to belong to this creature known as Jurgen, uh, sort of growled out, growled out. Idiots. Guess I have to do everything myself. Uh, before landing with a thud in the snow uh, next to your next to your campfire uh, was was a fourth one of these creatures, sort of still with the same grey skin, uh, but sort of with these large bony claws in place of a a, a metal hook, uh, a long mane of white of white hair running down down its back, and uh, its skin crisscrossed uh, with sort of um, blue lines that looked almost like frost. Um, and that is where we bring ourselves back in. Uh, so, uh, as as we come back back into the game, uh, this this creature, this fourth one that you hadn't seen, uh, sort of drops down from uh, the tree next next to the camp, uh, and sort of just surveys the scene for just a moment. So, seeing you you all, all re ready with, with weapons, and it sort of looks at uh, the three of you. And uh, speaks once again in this gruff, growly voice. <sighs> well, now, seems you've taken care of my friends. Perhaps we can make this problem go away. That's it. Uh, that is going to end its turn. Um, if you want to stay in rounds, it is Otto's Otto turn. <laughs> well, I think I'm an attacking. I can get to him in, in. Can I get to him in one in one move? Uh, so your snake moves twenty feet. Twenty feet. Five, ten, fifteen, twenty. Uh, it would take you two moves to get to him, but you could still make an attack if you wanted. Yes, I'll do that. I'll go to him and attack. Oh, All right, Otto is in no mood for negotiation. <laughs> <laughs> I assume the fight is just carrying on, so I will I will move to him and I will make my attack. All right, roll that attack, Otto. It is a natural twenty. Oh, <gasps> okay, <laughs> okay, Otto. Uh, so roll your damage. I will see what you get for your critical hit. Um, damage is. 2d4 plus 1d6 plus 5 which is 4 plus 1 that's um, 5 points of piercing is that have you doubled it? Uh, no um, so that's 10 points of piercing plus 10 points of poison plus 5 fucking hell plus 10 sorry? plus 10 Oh, is it? It's doubled. Yeah. Oh, I guess doubled too. So, thirty points of damage. Jesus. Um, <laughs> so Otto, um, as as previously mentioned, completely not in the mood for negotiation. Uh, <laughs> really slides not. slides between bro brother Amos Amos's legs, and with a lunging snake leap, uh, Otto, you 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 lunge straight under this creature's this creature's jaw, and take out a big. Uh, there's a big gout of blood comes flying out as you detach yourself. Um, yeah, that's 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 a nasty, nasty hit on this creature there, Otto. Oh. Um, and uh, not we're not fucking about today. Huh? You it's notice late. it's late. I haven't had enough sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you notice, Otto, that as as you kind of with, withdraw. Um, the wound you left is sort of deep and gaping and is, is continuing to ooze blood. Um, you drew Gusher, Otto. That creature is taking persistent bleed damage from Ooh. that injury. Gusher. Gusher. I was rather hoping, given the, the, the voice, the throaty, deep voice, that there was going to be a crit card called Consistent Monologue. <laughs> <laughs> that had put paid to him. Mm. That's it. <laughs> Well, in some in some ways, I'm glad that you've uh, stated your intentions because it means that I don't have to talk in that voice for any longer. I don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but as as you as you as you, as you sort of dive in and tear a chunk out of this creature, um, a hand, a, a bony clawed hand, goes up goes up up to its neck. You can see, struggling in pain, it sort of looks down. <sighs> well, I tried. Uh, end of Otto's turn. And it you is, failed. It is Nadia. 
uh, Nadia is very simply going to step up toward the creature, um, sort of looking at it as, as she does so. Um, she sort of looks at it and says, right, this one, it doesn't seem much different different fr from the others. It's, it's quite large and lumbering. The skin's a bit thicker, quite tough hide there. You'll have to hit, hit, hit it nice and hard. You'll get, you'll get through. Uh, she uses her guiding words on the creature um, for a second action, and for a third action, she will swing at it with her battle axe. Okay, and there is a thud as she uh, cuts into the creature's flank with her axe, um, and sort of withdraws it with a trickle of blood running down its running down its side. Uh, that will end Nadia's turn. Alwyn. Okay, the first thing Alwyn will do, he will run up behind this creature, so he's in a flanking position with Otto. Okay. Uh, he will attack the creature. Um, as that seems to be what we're doing. Uh, 22... Is enough to hit. Roll damage. Four points of piercing damage. Four points of damage. Very nice. And last action will command Chardonnay to attack. So Chardonnay can just get to next up to the creature uh, with one action and take a bitey bite with those jaws. Nineteen. Uh, Nineteen hits. Roll damage for Chardonnay. Five points of piercing damage. Five points of piercing damage. I feel like it might have been a mistake to allow, basically allow you guys a free turn. <laughs> <laughs> I, d I don't know why I thought you were going to talk to this thing. I really don't. <laughs> Maybe on another, another day we would have done but. Uh... Um, are you all done there, Owen? I think you are. That's my three actions. Yeah. Yes. Move, strike, Chardonnay. Um, not strike, Chardonnay. <laughs> there's, a, there's, a comma there, there's a comma there. <laughs> uh, Brother Amos, it's your turn. I'd like to attack it. Then let your fist do the talking. <laughs> Actually, I want to use my grappling hook to drag the creature to the ground. Yeah, you certainly can. So uh, it'll be an action to be an action to take out your grappling hook. Um, it'll be an action to throw the grappling hook, which will be an athletics roll. Twenty-five total in athletics. Uh, yeah, 25 is going to succeed. Um, I'll say you do sort of manage to latch your grappling hook onto it. And um, what was the last thing you wanted to do? Pull it to the ground. Try and get it to the ground, okay. So I can kill it. Yeah, no worries. Oh, so murderous. I feel like, um, I feel like uh, the heat and various things that have happened in the real world today have made you guys a bit bloodthirsty. <laughs> wow. I mean, this thing came up to us without wearing a fucking mask. <laughs> <laughs> it is not observing social distancing rules. That's that. it is not that's for sure. <laughs> and neither will we if we give him a kicking. <laughs> All right. So I tell you what, we'll call this uh, a trip attempt, there, brother Amos. Uh, please roll another athletics check. Another twenty-five for athletics. 25. Oh, that's so close to being, being a critical there, Brother Amos. Uh, but you do indeed, um, as, as you kind of wrap this hook around the creature's body, um, sort of left a bit off balance from Otto's strike, you, um, with, with a tug on the rope, uh, the creature comes crashing to the ground and is now prone on the floor. Uh, your hook does kind of dislodge as, as you do so, and you kind of wheel it back. Um, but uh, yeah, the creature is on the ground. Uh, so that's going to end your turn. Uh, 
from where you are, Brother Ramos, you see the other one of these uh, these creatures that attacked you uh, just disappearing further off in, into the trees, and after a second you lose sight of it completely. Uh, that's going to bring us on to Della Thornbury. What would you like to do? Uh, okay, so he's lying on the floor. Uh, oh, where are we? Okay. Kick him. You kick him when he's done. Oh, I don't want to find out what he wanted, yeah. though. Um, right, I can bring myself uh, closer into a flanking position with Chardonnay, and I'll go in with a stab with my rapier. Yeah, you can easily get there. So yeah, you sort of um, you join your companions in in rushing around the creature. Surround it. Rolled a twenty-five. Uh, well. Twenty-five is. Oh, hang on. Oh, is it a critical success? <sighs> it's gonna be a critical. <laughs> because because twenty because it is flat-footed. Twenty-five is a critical hit. Yeah. <laughs> right. This this does stuff now. So I get a deadly D eight with that. You do. So what that means is you roll. You, you roll your damage for the rapier, and then you double it, and then you get a d8 on top of that. Okay, and then I get my sneak attack, which is just uh, The sneak attack is also going to be doubled. Yay! <laughs> okay, uh, right, so... D6 is... Uh, 6, 11, so 22 doubled. Uh, my d8 is 3, so 25. That is our lucky number today. <laughs> is 25 points of damage there, 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 Della, and once again, I will tell you what your crit card was so that you can flavour this kill appropriately. Um, Della, your, your crit card was tongue-piercing. How would you like mm. to bring this creature down? Ooh, so, uh, because uh, Brother Amos has uh, just grappled him with the hole that's in his throat and pulled him down, I can just imagine that his uh, tongue's just sort of lolled out there a little bit, so I just go up and stab it with my rapier. <laughs> All right, you do so. And silencing this creature permanently and uh, forever losing what kind of vital plot exposition it, it had to give you. <laughs> Definitely uh, not now. <laughs> You impale the creature through, through, through the mouth, and it grunts for a second, uh, makes a feeble swipe to you with these uh, horridly sharp-looking claws that you imagine might have been quite painful had they been brought to bear on you. Uh, the creature, the, the creature, the creature struggles for a second uh, before going limp against your rapier, Della, and then slumps to one side. You are out of combat. Well done. Right. Right. <laughs> well. well. If you if you want to tie him up very very quickly, I might be able to help. This doesn't sound. I thought we were going to Quick. go to bed now. Quick! I will tie him up. Oh okay. yes, let's, let's tie him up. I, I will come out of snake form. Uh, as as you begin to tie up this creature, um, you discover that the body is very very limp and completely un- unresisting. And after a second, you realise that it is dead. Uh, is it dead, dead, or it's dying? It's dead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, j- to- you gathered round it, pummeled the shit out of it, and then skewered it through the head. Yeah, it's dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I'll, I'll, I'll try lay on hands anyway. Uh, it, 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 um, you don't spend the focus point, and it has no effect. Okay. <laughs> Right, who's who's really injured? Because I've charged my hand up now. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. After yeah, I'm pretty beaten up. <laughs> uh, of the two of them, Dom, which looks most injured? <laughs> uh, I'm I'm happy for you to have your hit points open to each other. That doesn't bother me. Go on, tell me you. <laughs> I'm on twenty-nine. I'm on thirty-seven. Out of uh, my max HP is 73. Uh, okay, Brother Amos gets the lay on hands. And Alwyn issues... That's 12 hit points back, by the way. Uh, again, uh, um, mentioned this last time with wholeness of body. Uh, because lay on hands is a focus spell, it is heightened, automatically heightened. It is. It is. Now, is is the heighting on lay on hands plus one, or is it a specific level? 
No, I thought that was heightened. Um because it starts off as six. Yeah, it starts off as six. Um, you're now level five, so your focus spells are heightened to level three. Oh. So it's uh, actually going to be 18 hit points back. Excellent. Uh, okay, you also get plus two AC for one round, but, you know. That's it. Uh, wow, that that was a nice little, little indicator as to what uh, is, a, is a challenge for you guys or, or not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, we got and, lucky. Um, uh, Alwyn issues up a very quick prayer to Caden Kalian and takes a quick swig out the stein um, with desperate prayer. Uh, and he can do another lay on hands, which he will do on Della. Oh, thank you. And then he sits over in a corner for 10 minutes just drinking. <laughs> I mean, he's not recharging his focus point. He's just drinking. No, but he's, he'll recharge his focus point. <laughs> sure, uh, sure. How, how 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 long do you want to stay up for? Uh, does this uh, creature that we felt have is also just wearing a loincloth, or does he have anything uh, so more this, this individual seen this this uh, sort of slightly larger individual um, is actually wearing what looks to be. Uh, sort of very rudimentary hide armor that's been made from sort of scraps of fur and leather and stuff. For Alwyn's um, bit, he's going to stay up another 20 minutes. He's going to recharge his focus point, give Brother Amos another lay on hands. Yep. So that's another 18 back. Yep. Then he's going to recharge his focus point again, but but not use it before going back to bed. Sure, no worries. So um, it's ready in case it all kicks off again. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. Uh, so yeah, is there anything else you guys want to do before you return to your rest? I'll take the first watch again. Are we still on first watch, or is it time for second? We might as well move to second new. watch. We were still on first watch. This all happened kind of just as the rest of you had got got to sleep, and Della was still was still on watch. Hmm. Well, whilst you're on watch, Della, can you remake the bloody fire? You made a right mess of it. <laughs> I'm, Thank I'm, you. I'm, I'm going to assume that uh, the group sort of assists in, in getting a fire going properly, because otherwise, uh, get a fire going. You can, mm. can assume some of the group will. It's just. <laughs> I mean, he's, I mean, he's if, you want, to, if you want to correct me and just say you will start to freeze to death, you can do that as well. <laughs> Is it late at night or, or not? No, uh, it's, it's kind of just past sundown, really. But it is, it is beginning to get very cold. Uh, perhaps I'll cast uh, one of my new spells. Um, I have a cosy cabin spell. Oh, awesome! Right. Oh, cosy cabin's great. Tell me about cosy cabin there, Otto. Let me just have a look. Because I hadn't thought I was going to do it, but... Uh... Stu got inordinately excited then. (laughs) (laughs) Cozy cabin. Uh, I can shape a cabin 20 feet on each side and 10 feet high as the structure trait and the same restrictions as magic items that create structures. The walls of the hut are simple and wooden with small square glass windows and it has one wooden door. It doesn't include its own lock, but it has a fastener to which a lock can be applied. Very nice. So Otto just makes a house. That's makes a house with, with three three cots, one chamber pot, and a small fireplace holding a magical fire. So we don't need to rebuild the fire. Ah, yeah. that's we... awesome. Yeah. So uh, In... so so kind of as 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 uh, as, uh, as some of the group Della and Nadi begin to rebuild the fire. Uh, also takes take, t- takes a minute just to just to trace out some some magic symbols and sort of pace around a small area, and f- and for for a moment you wonder what he's doing, and you, you consider sort of asking him to actually give you a hammer the fire, hmm. and then there is a faint popping sound as conjured into existence uh, is is this small, quite cosy looking cabin. Hmm. But there is one proviso: um, other creatures can freely enter and exit the hut without damaging it. But if I exit the hut, the spell ends. That's it. So, so, so Otto so has have, to stay inside. I have to stay time. inside. 
but it 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 does last us for twelve hours, so you can you can absolutely have your have your rest in that. Alwyn, Alwyn, well, will quite happily tell you that he he used to know someone in the past who uh, used the cozy cabin spell uh, regularly. Mm. So yes, brilliant! I'm so glad you can do that. Why were we laying on the cold, hard, bloody? Fo- in fact, why didn't you cast it when we were by the river and trying to warm up? Uh, I wasn't able to then. This is a, this is a new trick I've learned. Ah, right. Otto, Otto has rested and meditated on what he's learned. <laughs> he wants to be warm. Yeah. Excellent. All right. So yeah. So so um, Otto, mark off one of your third level spell slots, and you guys now have a, a warm, comfortable place to sleep tonight. Uh, Question: If Otto casts that as a shark, is it a tank of water? I don't know. I don't know if the shark can cast spells. That's the thing. Hmm. <laughs> Well, not if there's a somatic element. That's it. Has, hasn't got hands. No. <laughs> well, no. Somatic is is verbal, isn't it? Oh no, uh, verbal. That's verbal. So, yeah, somatic. It is, 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 yeah. 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 Oh. So I can't, I can't do the. Yeah. Oh, so you can't. It, I can't do, do the abracadabra. Verbal. You can't do finger waving. Hmm. Uh, if it's touch spell, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, you you guys have a nice, comfy place to sleep for night. Mm. You, uh, are you continuing with your with your watch pattern? Mm. Um, well, I, I will have to drop out because if I leave the hut, then uh, unless I do my watch looking out the window. Yeah, yeah, but you can you, you can do if you like. Up to you guys. Yes, makes sense to me. If you're happy for me to yes. take my watch inside the house, but uh, yes, yeah. So. Uh, is there anything else you guys want to do before you go back to sleep? Does anyone have a lock on them? You mean like a padlock? Like a padlock? Yeah, padlock. No. Right, we need to add that to the shopping list for when we get to a King City. Because <laughs> <laughs> then, when Otto casts his cosy cabin, we can put a lock on the door. It will be well, much safe. I mean, we'll not be completely safe because it's you know it's a little wooden well, well no you only need a you know only if we were we're, we're leaving it we don't we don't need a padlock we because it's got a, a fastener we just need something to put through it well no we don't actually something need something could that still locks. come and and lift the lock and walk in that's that's the point we need no it, i mean it, it, it would serve it would serve as a padlock but it they, they wouldn't be able to get to it and they'd have to get inside the hut to reach it no, I think I think the spirit of of the wording there, Neil, um, is that you can't lock the door unless hmm. uh, unless you buy a lock to put on it. Right. Yeah, because look, it's got the button on the outside that lift the latch. Hmm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if there's if there's nothing else you guys want to do, uh, yeah, in in your new lovely cozy cabin, uh, you do return to your rest. And uh, your watches, your, your watches progress, perhaps to your, to your surprise, completely now without incident, um, and sort of sheltered in this uh, this nice war- warm interior. Obviously, you kind of have to have to fight between yourselves over who, who over who gets a bed and who has to sleep on the floor, because hmm. uh, there's only three. But yeah, you you spend uh, quite a pleasant night in uh, in in relative comfort as 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 the wind and the snow howls howls around out, out, outside you. This is the life, eh? Well, I, <laughs> this is... I, I, I don't mind kipping on the floor next to Chardonnay. I've mm. got my bedroll, so that's fine. I don't mind. All right, and uh, yeah. So before 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 too long, um, you begin to see uh, first vestiges of sunrise ri- rising above. Um, yeah, as, as mentioned, you complete your rest without incident, and you're ready to take on the day. What would you all like to do? Well, the first thing I'd like to do, perhaps over breakfast, is we, we need to come up with a name for the cabin, don't we? If it's going to be our regular little resting spot. Um, I was thinking, as we're now very officially called the Fishy Friends... When did um, we decide that? We... we so the the <laughs> riverbank. Um, I think this ought to be the, uh, the Fortress of Doom. Or Dunkillin. No, no, Fortress of Doom. Fortress of Doom. 
Fortress of Doom. Fishy friends in the Fortress of Doom. That doesn't sound very heroic. <laughs> Does it have to? But how are you going to get jobs don't, if you don't sound heroic? I, I've got to say, I, I, we, I've, been, I've been watching the way we behave. We don't particularly behave very heroic either. <laughs> so. Was Brother Amos not riding Otto as a shark not heroic? It, that was, that <laughs> was I, impressive. I heroic. Impressive. okay yeah on a scale on a scale of heroic it was probably about a superman Mm. (laughs) it was something epic it's a shame not more people saw it it's a shame the troll didn't live to tell the tale or the 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 marrow are you saying then perhaps we ought to have a name that involves a shark somehow like um, Sharky and the Fishy Friends <laughs> you don't look very no, <laughs> no. <laughs> after careful consideration no <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah so yeah um, at least I'm coming up with ideas I mean you know Yes, that is to be commended. Mm. Until then, it's until you come up with ideas, it's fishy friends in the Fortress of Doom. Please don't introduce us as that. <laughs> now we're the fishy friends, and we've come from the Fortress of Doom to seal your fate, but in a good way. Hmm. <laughs> and what do you have for dinner? Fish. We would like to buy some beer. You can't call us fishy oh, friends and then eat fish. <laughs> no, we're, we're, we're friends who eat fish. That makes us the fishy friends. Oh. Because we smell fishy, because we've been handling fish. Well, even fish eat fish. Well, some do. Hmm. Some do. We can be the, we can be the, um, the Oscars. Can clean up at award season. At least Tom found that funny. I think we're we're reaching a bit here. Brother Amos stomps off to complete the mission on his own. He just left. (laughs) 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 All right. Thinking about how heroic that name is, the fishy friends of the Fortress of Hmm. Doom. Cool. All right. Uh, So in in terms of mechanics... um, Obviously, you guys have finished your rest, so you get back anything that you would normally get back on uh, when you sleep. So you, you get back your spells, any abilities that are once per day, and uh, if you weren't already at full, you get back you get back hit points equal to your level times your con bonus. Mm. That's better. Mm. I feel rested. I, I came through unscathed again. Yes. Chardonnay's fine. Do you remember how every time I used to get into a fight, I used to nearly die? I'm here now. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that's made all the difference. <laughs> cool. Uh, any, anyway, folks, uh, so you have finished your, uh, your, your night's rest and kind of had your breakfast and uh, d- discussed names over breakfast and that sort of thing. Um, what would you like to do now? Well, we're heading on to Ice Throne, Ice Crown, Ice Throne, no, White, White Throne, White Throne. White Get Throne. Throne. Let's go to White. I'm not playing World of Warcraft. I was going to say, I thought it was White somewhere in North Throne. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, no, I called it um, Ice Crown in in a description and <laughs> Tom pulled me up on it. I'm like, where have I got Ice Crown from? So the big bad is Arthas. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, hopefully this witch queen doesn't have a sword quite as as big as his. Yeah. Not that size matters, folks. Hmm. You keep telling yourself that's true. <laughs> I keep telling everybody that. <laughs> <laughs> now there we go. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so I, are you continuing on your journey to White Throne? Yes. Yes. You sure yes. you don't want to go fishing, Alwyn? You sure? As the fishy friends. Because <laughs> it's our thing now, isn't it? Fishy I think friends. I think it's your thing. 
There we go, fish. We got plenty of fish. Alright, uh, so um, as as you as you kind of complete complete your rest, um, you begin packing up uh, your your things. So sort 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 of grateful have for for having spent a night in in relative comfort. Kind of uh, um, true to his word, as Otto steps out out of the door of, of the cabin uh, with a faint pop, uh, the cabin itself completely completely disappears, and uh, you find yourselves back in the in the. In the cold, snowy landscape of uh, of, of nor- northern Erison, and, and brother Amos, who was on the top bunk of the cot, <laughs> just just falls out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I I was wondering, like, if if you're not the last person to come out, does anybody who was in the cabin disappear with it? Or? Uh, no, no, you just left sprawling on the ground. Okay. Brother Amos is revealed, crouching, <laughs> squeezing one out. <laughs> oh dear! <laughs> you were I, I using imagine, using the chamber pot. Paper. <laughs> I, I, imagine, I imagine the inside is a bit like the banana splits house, where you've got furniture that's just it's just painted on the wall. <laughs> 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 I mean. Um, whilst whilst we were getting the recording sorted out a second ago, you guys mm. may be aware I was humming the banana split tune, so maybe yeah, that's, maybe yeah. that is the case. Uh-huh. Maybe that is <laughs> maybe that is canon. I've I've decided that's canon. All, all the furniture is, uh, is is painted on inside the walls. <laughs> How's it decorated? How's Otto's cosy cabin decorated? What kind of wallpaper does he have, or is it? Oh, well, obviously I have my um, I have my flying ducks by the fireplace. <laughs> Where the, where where the flying ducks belong, eh? And and all my cushions are embroidered with things like live, laugh, love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know if Alwyn can go back in there. <laughs> There's a big post on the wall saying keep calm and carry on. Oh, 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 Jesus. Well, glad that's gone then. <laughs> yeah. There we go. So when you when, when you bring the cosy cabin, we, we we burn it. Yeah, that's, that's the, <laughs> it's really very cosy. That's the plan. <laughs> it, it's like being at your grandmother's house. There's lots of doilies, but they're it's just covered painted in lace on. doilies. Lace <laughs> <laughs> doilies and tea cosies. And... Uh, <laughs> what he's saying is there's lots of white splodges everywhere, but oh. uh, we won't ask about them. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, you guys are filthy. Absolutely <laughs> filthy. <laughs> I don't know I what you're talking about. When, 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 when <laughs> you go to put your your, your Caden Kaylee and everlasting tanker down, I'll, I'll push a little a little coaster underneath <laughs> so that you don't leave a stain. I, 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 I just imagine it also has like a little doormat that says "Bless this mess." <laughs> <laughs> that oh, is dear. the best way to deal with <laughs> with ring marks. Prevention. <laughs> coaster. <laughs> This cabin's rocking. Don't come. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, with with your rest completed, folks, and uh, the goal of the city of White Throne now within striking distance. You know, you estimate you only have um, perhaps a day left to get there. Maybe not even that, depending on how how well well you travel. Um, you pack up your things. You get the sleds moving, and you pick up the boreal trail once more. And after about three hours of winding your way through the pines and the conifers, um, the canopy abruptly gives way to a more sinister environment. Um, you find yourselves still travelling through a forest, but in stark contrast to the verdant evergreens that previously flanked the road, you now find yourself surrounded by the twisted, leafless husks of countless beech trees. And a chill wind cuts through the woods as you press on somewhat nervously. After another tense hour of travel, the bare branches of this silent sepulchre mercifully part to reveal a breathtaking sight. A rolling plain of gleaming snow stretches out in front of you, and your eye is immediately drawn to the enormous walled settlement that lies ahead, perched on the cliffside. With its buildings of ivory and ice dominating the skyline, and its blanket of perpetual winter, the city of Whitethrone is an impressive sight to behold. 
To the south of the city, on the left as you see it, a majestic collection of frozen spires sits atop a precarious looking island of rock and reaches for the ashen grey sky, whilst a bridge of purest alabaster white is all that connects it to the rest of the city. Perhaps two miles in the distance, the skull-topped outer wall rises ominously to greet you, as if it were a skeleton clambering from, from a grave. On your right, you can see that the beech forest you have just left wraps around, your, around the plain to the north, whilst on your immediate left, the cliffs tumble down hundreds of feet until they meet the frigid surface of the great glacier lake. And as you take a moment to soak in the majesty of the site before you, Nadia brings her sled to a halt. She motions for you to do the same, and begins to lead your caravan towards a smaller path that breaks away from the main road and leads down the cliffside. Right, um, we're going to dismount and go the rest of the way the fish camps on foot. These cliffs are treacherous, so dogs don't do so well on them. Oh, what about Chardonnay? I, I mean, Chardonnay will be, be fine, but I mean, you can't go, go at speed is what I mean. Oh, oh, I see. All right, I see what you mean. Yes, yes, okay. Were you expecting what, what? Nadia just to leave her dogs here on their own? I, d I thought that's. I thought that's what Nadia was saying. Yes, I didn't know. I don't know. Um, one thing I actually, before we go on, I'd like to try. So, so in in the vista, if I'm getting this right, Dom, um, is there's a, there's a large sort of skull shaped part of the wall. Of of um, of White Throne is that uh, right? Uh, yes. So um, the skull, it's uh, sorry, the wall, uh, the the wall itself um, seems to be topped with skulls that kind of run all all around the outside. Right. Okay. Uh, right. You you all wait here. Um, Owie's going to get himself in position. He's going to face the rest of everybody else. He's going to stand with these so the, these skulls behind him get them lined up so it's like in a in a line he's going to take his rapier out he's going to hold it aloft and say by the power of white skulls <laughs> <laughs> oh dear oh dear uh Alwyn, please please take a fortitude save <laughs> really i don't know i'm, I'm not joking for him once. Right, i'm not joking right, okay <laughs> Uh, 16. 16. Um, a faint trickle of blood begins to pour out of Owen's Owen's nose as he takes one point of uh, just just general damage. <laughs> general damage. <laughs> I, I, I think I might have sort of nicked myself sword as I flicked it up. Never mind. I'll put his sword away. Okay, just thought I'd try. <laughs> there we go. Right. Let's, let's carry on then. All right, Are you so... all looking at me funny? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's uh, let's find the front door, shall we? Perhaps, uh, perhaps all these guys, perhaps it's some kind of puppet show they like to put on for us. <sighs> oh, sort of like the Gottle of Gear things. Gottle of Gear thing. I've seen them on bridges before. You know, heads on spikes. Right, I think, yeah, I think we're talking about something different there. Um, okay. Punch and Judy took a dark turn. <laughs> uh, all right, so yeah, you've kind of you've, you've you've kind of just come out of this um of this dead beach forest that you've been in for a little while, and uh, yeah, Nadia, Nadia is pulling the caravan off to off to this path to one side. What are you guys doing? Was there anything obvious that killed the beech trees? Uh, like, you know, is is it just winter, basically, that has stripped them, or is there something more going on? I'll tell you what, Alwyn, kind of as as you were going through, because you, you were sort of travelling through the, the trees for a little while, um, anybody who wants to can make a nature roll. Oh, I think I can... We'll have a ponder on that. Eight! Natural 2029. 20, Very nice. Oh, I can't beat that. No. What did you roll anyway, Otto? Uh, I haven't rolled it, but uh, I'll. Um, 14. 
14. Uh, Della, did you roll? Uh, yeah, 16. 16, okay. Um, so kind of as you are passing through... Um, all of you, all of you, kind of taking taking some time to pay attention to to the trees, um, especially as they probably felt a little bit creepy. Um, as you as as you're walking through, um, Amos, Della, and Olwyn, um, sort of not not really taking too much time to uh, to inspect the trees. You 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 were more focused on just getting yourselves through uh, this part of the trail. Um, whilst you were doing that, Otto, you took the time to, to inspect the trees more more closely. Um, sort of, uh, sorry, uh, Amos, not Otto. I got got mm-hmm. around. Um, a- Amos, you took you took the time to be a little bit more more daring, and as you did so, you found yourself sort of hopping off the sled here and there, um, and sort of actually running your hand across the body of of, of these trees, and with your amazing knowledge of nature there apparently <laughs> uh brother amos you you figured out that, that that these beech trees whilst they look dead um there is still life in them there is still some sense of of vibrance that that's hidden deep deep within and although these beech trees are not dead they might as well be with the state that they're in But in terms of what's in terms of what's causing it, um, the best thing you can put your finger on is just the perpetual winter uh, that that exists in Irison. Okay. I don't really know what to do with that information. <laughs> do we need to get away from these dead? Trees. These dead, undead trees. The, the, oh, perhaps, perhaps completing dead. our mission and bringing back the witch queen will, I don't know, save the world and save the trees. I'll tell you what, you can, um, if Brother Ramos is sharing that information with you, um, you can all make society rolls. Two. 24. 26. Uh, Della? 21. 21. Alwyn? Two. Two, okay. Um, yeah. Is that a critical oh. fossil? <laughs> <laughs> what society again? Alwyn, <laughs> uh, you are convinced that if you could only get rid of the winter, these, uh, these trees might come back to life. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the rest of you, um, all of those of you who rolled above 20, so that'd be uh, Della, Amos, and uh, Otto, uh, you know that Irison has been locked in perpetual winter for over a thousand years. Um, so kind of using that to draw you, to draw more conclusions on these trees, you suspect there is some additional magic at work that is preventing them from, from flourishing, or, or at least at least keeping them keeping them in a state of stasis. That magic be the weather. It might be. Who knows? If that's the case, then maybe, maybe the trees have some sort of leader, you know, like an ant or, or something. And maybe if we save the tree leader, we can save the world. Oh dear! Another fortitude save, please. <laughs> <laughs> we all just I'm look. Joking. We all just look blankly at him. I, I never I'm know joking. if you're joking when you say that. But Brother I think you're joking. into a fighting stance. <laughs> <laughs> but don't all trees have crowns? Oh. So that means every tree is a king. Every yeah. tree is a leader. Yeah. <laughs> so let's just talk to this one. <laughs> so let's talk to the trees. There's, um, oh. there's how long a tree? <laughs> uh, the response you get is very wooden. Oh. Should we just ignore, ignore that one? He's going to stick up his ass. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't exactly rush to bark a response to you. Oh, I think we'd better just leave. Yeah, should branch out more from. There we go. Uh, yeah. So uh, before before we got hopelessly distracted there, um, trying to root it out of him. <laughs> uh, yeah. So what what would you uh, sort of sort of. Fi- 
finding yourselves on the outskirts of White Throne with Nadia uh, leading you all away down uh, down the cliffside, what would you all like to do? Let's make like a tree and get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is is the road we were on a, a trunk road? Uh, yes, yes it is, funnily enough. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think follow her. No, follow her. She seems to know where she's going. Yes, oh. somebody does. Yep. We'd Don't. be stumped without Nadia. Oh, oh dear! <laughs> <laughs> Make it stop. <laughs> we 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 should have saw that one coming, and and branched off. Yes. Oh. <laughs> right, you continue down the cliffside path. <laughs> there are no more Rocks trees. <laughs> there, there, there are no more trees ever. There, there's been <laughs> extinction level event. There are no trees. <laughs> it's the precursor to the splinter elemental. The no trees. Yes. No trees. <laughs> no splinters. <laughs> We've done it. We saved the world <laughs> from trees. Oh dear, oh dear! I think and if we made see, it all a bit delirious. If we if we see a little one, maybe a flower or something like that, be careful because it might just be a plant. Okay. You continue anyway. down the cliffside path. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! And as as you as you sort of follow Nadia down towards, um, sort of winding your way down towards uh, the shores of the glacier lake, uh, a biting wind sort. Of Sort of cuts across you as you do so, and you, and you huddle sort of deeper into it, into into your furs. Um, and after about after about half an hour of sort of descending carefully, uh, sort of down uh, like hairpin switchbacks, uh, leading your dogs quite carefully, um, so that they don't they don't slip or anything. Uh, you come back on yourself uh, sort of once more, and you can see um, just nestled at the base of the cliff, um, there looks to be a. Uh, best way I can describe it is it is a ramshackle shanty town. Uh, you know uh, the buildings themselves don't look don't look too well well, well maintained. Um, you can see that um, even from here you can make out that there is quite a lot of movement sort of happening around the town itself. Uh, you see um, there's a small pier, a, um, a, a small docks area where fishing boats are coming and going. On, onto a section of, of a lake that isn't frozen. You can see that uh, whilst whilst there is ice on the surface of the lake, uh, there's kind of a section around the outside that is, um, is 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 water, or at least has been cleared of ice. You can see, as I say, these the, the these fishing boats making their way way out and round and back in uh, to get gather their, their catches for for the day. Um, and you descend a bit further towards uh, these, uh, this area, this area itself. And Nadia sort of stops you, just as as you get toward toward the outskirts. And she says to you, um, "Right, uh, I don't think I told you um, who we're meeting here. Um, so White White Throne itself is uh, it's a little bit difficult to get into if you've not got." Um, you know the proper identification or anything like that. Uh, however, um, I know someone. His name. His name is Ringir. Uh, he was my husband's my, my husband's uncle, and he is. Uh, well, let, let's just say he's he he he's got a talent for getting in, into and out of White Throne. So uh, I'm hoping he can help us out a little bit. He's a smuggler. Uh, quite, quite, you could say that. You could say that. Okay. Fine by me. Yeah, I've got no issues with that. No. It's a good way yeah. of avoiding taxes. Yeah. Na- Smuggling. Now, yes. Now, the one thing I I I must tell you is, uh, it's been some time since I was in White Throne. I don't know where Ringir lives. I think you're go- we're going to have to ask ask around the locals a little, see if they know know where he is. Okay, fine. No one said we're, this would be easy. No, and we're we're very good at being discreet about things. Yes, I've proven that. Um, possibly. Uh, have I? 
<laughs> you could do some improvements Sometime, uh, maybe, I don't know. Try to reassure her. <laughs> uh, con- consider me reassured, Owen. <laughs> good, good. Excellent, my job. My job's done. Right. Uh, come on, then. Let's go. Um, oh, a word, a word, a word, a word to the wise. Um, it's not as bad as it was in Waldsby, but... These folks are generally a bit wary of strangers, just just so you know. Okay. Right. Would it would it be more sensible than if we waited outside the 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 village and you went in on your own? Uh, no. If I'm honest, I'd like you to help me cover some ground. Like, okay. This looks like a, a fairly small place, but the, there's a lot of people living here. Ringer could be almost anywhere. I'm sure we'll find him. Why don't these people live in the city? Uh, well, most of them choose not to. Um, others can't afford to. But as I say, mo- mo- mostly it's a matter of choice. Um, you see, most humans, most humans in in White Throne, if if you're not Jadwiga, you're a slave. What's a what's a you know, beware the Jadwiger, my friend, with his slithy toves and... No? What's a Jadwiger? Uh, a, ja- a Jadwiger? Um, a, a, a Jadwiger is basically uh, the, no- the noble classes. Uh, they're, they're named after uh, Queen Jadwiger, who was the first Queen Baba Yaga put on, on the throne of Erison. Kind, kind of people descended from her, her bloodline, that kind of thing. But as I say, if you're not Jadwiger... Um, and, and and all 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 descendants of all the queens are are Jadwiga. That's just what we call them for for short. Sounds like shit. Oi, you're not you you're not entirely wrong. You can see she's got a there is a there is a note of bitterness in her voice as she says that. Born to privilege and never known any real desperate times and and makes decisions on other people's behalf when they don't know what it's like to actually be in that position in the first place. Yeah, it sounds like shit. Oh, you're you're more right than you know, Alwyn. Right. Come makes on, let's <laughs> let's uh let's let's get inside. Mm. Alright, and as Nadia sort of leads you towards uh, she leads you towards uh, sort of the main entrance to this little, little shanty town, uh, sort of leading you under a small wooden palisade uh, on the outside as she does so. And almost immediately, as as you enter this small settlement, uh, the stench of uh, the stench of fish, um, mostly fresh, uh, although there is kind of the sweet under, underlying smell of decay that kind of wafts in here and there, uh, hit, hits your nostrils, and you see people uh, sort of going about their business. Um, Sort of some some carrying barrels, some carrying nets, some carry some sort of carrying planks of wood, looking looking to finish uh, repair, making repairs, repairs to boats and such. Uh, and uh, yeah, as 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 you enter this place known as the fish camps, we are going to end for tonight, folks. Ooh, smells like home for the fishy friends. <laughs> <laughs> That's not oh, going to stick. Not going to stick. No, no I, 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 I haven't taken to it at all. Tales from the Twenty Side is a Fiegel Films production in association with Juicy Falls. Music by Nazar Ryback from hooksounds.com. Editing by Stu Jackson. Find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram by searching Tales from the Twenty Side or by visiting talesfromthe20side.com.
So I'm ending my recording now. Oh, we're not going to have a post credits we, we, chat. We, we spoke about the post credits. We oh, I thought, I thought that was something you edited <laughs> in. Like, None for you today. Right. <laughs> we sp- we spoke enough. about it and everything. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> That's it. No, okay. That's in in one ear and out the other. Uh, yeah. <laughs>